0: This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, August 21st. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWoskin. Matt, how are we doing?
1: Uh, I'm hanging in there, Dylan. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Sounds okay. Do you have big eclipse plans?
1: Honestly, I've had to have this explained to me. Like, no one has been able to explain why I should, why I should be interested in this.
0: Because <laughs> it's essentially once in a lifetime.
1: This is the second one in my lifetime, and I'm really, I'm, I'm not that old.
0: Do you remember the last one?
1: I was in eighth grade, yes.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I do not remember the last one. I was certainly kicking it around, but I don't remember that at all.
1: I mean, I don't, I, I really, I didn't care in eighth grade, and I kind of don't care now, and I don't get why either, why people really care this time.
0: All right. so no eclipse plans for you then. I, well, I
1: just okay. I I would like somebody just to explain like why it's like a big deal. And I'm, you know, I I keep hearing it, it it doesn't happen that often. I'm like, well, there are other things that happen less often than eclipses. It's upset me a lot yeah, more.
0: I understand. I've I'm definitely blown away by people that are like flying places for it, you know.
1: I don't get that. I I you know, we've got people apparently Carbondale, Illinois is going to have like the best view in the world of it. Oh boy. So, yeah. you've got I think we've got like a like three or four people call you know, taking tomorrow off to go to Carbondale, yeah, to go see the eclipse. And I'm just like, what are you? What are you just gonna go look at the sky for six hours and <laughs> come home? That's your day off, really.
0: Well, I am going to the total eclipse of the park in Salem, Kaiser, Oregon, which is the FanGraphs meetup and the Effectively Wild meetup, and. For me, that's fun to go see a baseball game at 8 in the morning or whenever they're starting and hanging out with other Fangraphs people. So that's it for me. But if I weren't doing that, I probably wouldn't be making crazy plans either, though. But if you are a listener and you are at the event tomorrow, you probably won't listen to this by the time we do that in the morning, actually. Yeah, but that's- I'll be. I'll be doing that, provided traffic accommodates, considering the state of Oregon is kind of panicked about how many people might be running around. So, yeah, that's the thing. But that is eclipse madness. Matt, have you been watching Little League World Series stuff at all?
1: I've I've caught a bit of highlights, but there was one story that really caught my eye. Okay. Have you heard about Jeffrey Powell?
0: Not specifically, no.
1: Okay. Jeffrey Boog Powell stands at 5'2", 220.
0: Okay. It's a lot of uh, muscle. Hopefully, you know he, he's a
1: stocky kid, stocky young yeah. man. I mean, yeah. I I'm kind of you know actually stocky is, is kind of being generous, but either way,
0: <laughs> it's working for him apparently.
1: Uh, apparently, yeah. You know, I I'm kind of curious to see if he's, if he's what's going to happen when he you know fills out a little bit. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I heard an interesting discussion over over you know the, the past week. Who's the shortest, fattest ball player in Major League history?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if that's something you could play index, specifically. You certainly could, by height and whatever.
1: You know, Prince Fielder was only like, 5'11", and he was pretty stocky.
0: Is that true? I didn't realize it was that short. He, he
1: was not that. He was very tall.
0: Huh. As we might need to get tweeted at or do some research on that. I don't know how to look that up right now. Prince Fielder was 5'11". Yeah. And that's a contender.
1: So sure. that that was that was my initial thought, but that, there's got to be somebody else who's. I mean, Kirby Puckett was only like five seven. I guess he'd probably be it, right?
0: Yeah, it could be possibly.
1: Anyway, I'm t- do, do a Google search for this Jeffrey Powell kid.
0: <laughs>
1: there's not much muscle on this kid.
0: Well, again, if you're in the Little League World Series, you can get away with it. But I understand what you're saying. Age
1: twelve, five two, two twenty.
0: He's making it work. He's making it work. Nickname Boog. I like it for sure. Did
1: you do a Google search? Like I
0: looked. I looked. You're right. That is that is sticking out for sure.
1: But either way, I think in terms of like at the major league level, I think Kirby Puckett is probably the the guy we're looking for. We the, might, body comp, right? the body at, comp or the body comp. Yeah, it would be my guess. But but Kirby was actually he was a fantastic athlete when he was young when in sure. his prime. So uh,
0: the only other thing, Matt, I had before we uh, get into picks is. Bartolo Colon, after defeating the Diamondbacks, has officially beat all 30 teams in MLB. Did you see this?
1: I did, actually, yeah. That's, that's good.
0: good. Good that's for him. Awesome. That's awesome. That's a fun little fun fact. I'm into that. I don't have anything beyond that. Just he deserves the 20 seconds of recognition. Um Okay, do you have anything before we get into our picks for this week?
1: Do you want, do you want to go over how our weekend went? Sure,
0: we can look at that. I had Jordan Montgomery be whatever. He went the five innings I wanted. You know, he didn't win, but he was okay. Mm. You had Matt Moore do pretty okay, actually. One got a win, went seven and a third, two runs, only four strikeouts, but you'll take that. I will. Jared Eikhoff against the Giants did whatever. Colin McHugh was good against Oakland. He went six strong, got you only three strikeouts, but got a win there. He did. And then we had Luis Castillo, who went four Uh, innings, two uh, runs, kind of strike. He got eight strikeouts in four innings, though. So, yeah, threw all great. the pitches. So <laughs> He did throw all the pitches. I had Wilmer Flores get in and went one for three, whatever. You had Nomar Mazzara go one for two with some locks. Uh, we didn't have a lot happen this weekend. Max Kepler got in for me, got a few RBIs, but kind of a kind of a slow weekend. Colton Wong didn't do much for us either. So. Sadly. Okay, well, let's look at picks starting with Monday, the twenty-first. Matt, there's a uh, smaller slate; it's only nine games, but there's some options here. I feel like there are places to go pitching-wise, at least.
1: Yeah, I I, I feel better about this week this week than did last week. Okay, say that. One. Yes.
0: Yes, I think we, we can get into some more intriguing guys. I think so. Mike Clevenger is down under 50%. He wasn't starting for a little bit. He's going to start again, he gets the Red Sox. Do you like that at all for Mike Clevenger?
1: Uh, actually, I like the other side of this a bit more. Erod e- going to Cleveland.
0: Yep, he's 46% owned. I was going to ask you that, too. You can do either of them, hmm. Erod or Clevenger. I think they're fine. I'm a little less scared of the Indians, so I think that's – I don't know. I, I think they're both options for sure. hmm your boy, Robert Gesellman, is back. It's the D-backs. No way, right?
1: No. Actually, I'm, I think I'm, I'm picking against him, actually. Yeah. So.
0: written him off. He's done. How about Mike fulton at home against the Mariners?
1: They have lefties who can hurt him. No thank you.
0: It's it's very whatever for me. Like, you can, but it's not juicy at all. How about Tyler Skaggs at home against the Rangers? He's been fine so far.
1: I'm okay with it. You know.
0: Yeah. three six three ERA. He's been just fine. The last name I wrote down is your boy Carson Fulmer at home against the Twins. He's making his two thousand seventeen debut. He was up for a minute last year, yes, but he was. yeah. Are you thinking about this against the Twins at all? A
1: hard pass. No, I don't think he's a starter.
0: <laughs> really? You're out on Carson Fulmer?
1: First, I don't. I only think he has two pitches he can rely on. I don't think he has a third pitch yet.
0: Yeah, so interesting guy, a bit of a prospect, but not guy. you're... even against the Twins, you say no way. The
1: twins have a representative of major league offense. No, no is, I mean that
0: is true. That is a good way to put it.
1: He's been rough in AAA all season, so I'm not honestly. I, I I'm kind of surprised that he's getting the call. Really, I mean, you'd think that you know can't, you can't give a start to Big Pelf here. <laughs>
0: They're giving those to like Chialito. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what about that?
1: I guess it's that time of year already, but either way, it's I was a,
0: to be. I'm
1: kinda of surprised that if Falmer's even getting a start just based on, yeah. just based on how rough he's been the season triple A.
0: Is there anybody else that sticks after you or are you just leaning towards Erod, do you think?
1: I'm just leaning towards Erod, I think. I think that's my pick. I mean I I, I definitely I did look at Clevenger. I did look at oh Skeggs, but I, I think I think Erod's probably the guy the, the pick for me on, on Monday.
0: I think you're right. The only other one I looked at and I would consider is Zach Davis. Davies goes to San Francisco, but he's 53% owned. Yep. He's just over word threshold, but yeah. would you be okay with that, too, if you were eligible?
1: He would be my pick if he was eligible.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fine start for him. So we can recommend Zach Davies. We just can't put his name on our sheet, but right. that's a thumbs up for me, too. He's done well away from Miller Park, and the Giants are easy, so I like that. But I'm with you on Erod. unfortunately. That is the one, but I am fine with uh, Skaggs would be okay, and Clevenger be okay, too. How about hitters, Matt, for Monday? What are you thinking?
1: Okay, the shirt. With my C pick, I'm picking against Robert Grzelman. Mm-hmm. The problem is he's been so he, he's been so rough that I, I don't know which part of the platoon's split to kind of believe this year. Sure. He's been, like, equally bad against both sides, and that kind of tells me he's just not very good. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for lefties, and Arizona has a ton of them.
0: Yeah, they do. There's a lot of places. Yeah. They,
1: they have a ton of, of lefties who really rake against righties in particular. And at 52%, I'm tossing David Peralta in. There's my C pick.
0: Okay. That's... I look at the d back lineup, which is pretty talented, and it's hard to find one affordable enough. And he is one of the more affordable guys. who's still pretty good, you know. I can't bring myself to take Daniel Descalso or anything. No,
1: neither I, I I looked at. Him, I'm just like, no, I'm not. I don't want that. I don't. Yeah. I don't want that on my spreadsheet.
0: Yeah, I like uh, I like David Peralta. That's a just fine pick. He yeah. should do fine against the Mets.
1: Eleven of his thirteen homers. Five of his seven stolen bases have come, come against righties, 315 batting average, 860 mm-hmm. OPS against, he's quality against righties, so.
0: Yep, yep, I like that. Uh, next, my, we'll B, that.
1: my B pick, uh, Stephen Vogt has returned to the Milwaukee Brewers finally.
0: Yeah, there you go. He kind of he got hurt, and we kind of forgot about him. So I think he should be fine now.
1: He's getting a mediocre right-hander in Chris Stratton. Yeah, he's whatever. And you can you can pick on Chris Stratton with lefties and vote. Even though he struggled in, in his time in Oakland, he's actually got a pretty pretty solid split against against righties this season. All eight of his home runs, seven five five OPS against. You know, no speed to speak of, but it's Stephen vote so yeah he, he should be fine yeah he's he's back he's in the lineup he's at 13 percent. i like it a lot
0: the only thing i don't like about it is that it's in san francisco but i don't hate it that bad i think i'll be okay
1: Barry bonds played in san francisco
0: yeah it's true they'll make up for it by being bad enough at pitching it'll even out so yeah
1: Next up, uh, I mentioned Mike Wolknevich has issues against lefties. Mm -hmm. There are a ton of lefties in that Mariners lineup, and I'm picking one of them. Okay. I'm going to toss my guy Ben Gamel in there, 11%
0: owned. I can see that. He continues to be just fine all year. I don't have a problem with Ben Gamble at all. Me either. Okay, cool. For me, Matt, the White Sox are getting Dylan G of the Twins. And so I don't know if there's anybody that sticks out to you on the White Sox. I think there's a few that might have you excited. How about your boys? I wrote them down. I wrote Larry Garcia at 3%. Are you buying at all?
1: I've actually got him on the next day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I wrote him a few times here. So think about him against Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson's real bad. Or your boy, Nicky D. Still in on your boy, Delmonico?
1: What's his name again, Dylan?
0: Nicky Delmonico? Delmonico? (laughs) I have no clue. Just going to call him Nicky D. So, (laughs) do you like him? Pronunciation aside.
1: Against yeah, i I'm fine with it.
0: Yeah, against people that are that vulnerable. I think, you know, the cheap white socks are going to be fine. So, I wrote them as, like, D-picks, and I'm going to mention them later in the show, too. For my B-pick, I see the Mariners are starting Andrew Albers. He's a journeyman lefty. He's nothing special. And so, for the Twins, I thought about writing Tyler Flowers again. I didn't. I can recommend that, though. I think he'll be fine. But... I have Brandon Phillips again, we also mentioned, and I think he can handle lefties. He's at 32%, batting high in that lineup, and it's been just fine. Him or Tyler Flowers, they should do pretty fine against Andrew Albers, don't you think?
1: I'm okay with it. I, you know, I don't have enough data to go on against Albers, so I can, that's kind of why I stayed, stayed away from it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the thing I like about Phillips and T-Flow is they've also handled righties, so even though they'll have a platoon advantage against Andrew Albers, once he's out and he won't stay that long, mm-hmm. they should be able to handle any you know relievers that end up being right-handed too. So. I see. I'm into that. But doesn't matter because my A pick on Monday is Marcus Simeon gets Wade Miley. He should be fine. I like the A's lefties. Pardon me, the A's righties getting Wade Miley, who's left-handed. Marcus Simeon in the past has hit lefties. I don't know. There's power and there's speed, so I'm hoping I can pick something up there because Wade Miley is consistently bad. So, down to pick on him. All right, Matt, Tuesday the 22nd. I only wrote four pitcher names down. I guess I wrote five, actually. There's a few, but there's not a ton for me in a full slate. Mm -hmm. I'm starting with, do you like Brock Stewart going to Pittsburgh at all?
1: I kind of do, but I don't know if I like enough to pick it.
0: Yeah, I'm a little interested. He started out as a reliever who couldn't be scored on. And now that he's been starting a little bit, I mean, he hasn't gotten five innings yet. We haven't really seen it as a starter. So he's intriguing. He's stepping in like a spot start for you, Darvish. If you're in like a deep GPP and you're hoping for a cheap win, possibly, but there's not a... Huge ton of upside here, so but I'm paying attention. How about Patrick Corbin going to the Mets? He's 45% owned. He's been up and down this year, but he does get his strikeouts. This is this is a guy. Are you thinking about Patrick Corbin at all?
1: Which righties would you be afraid of in the Mets lineup?
0: You want a Cespedes? Yeah, that's I mean, about it. Wilmer Flores, what? like not Travis Darno, like nobody really. I think Patrick Corbin's gonna be just fine, don't you?
1: I think I'm okay with it. I'm not in love with it, but I think it's it's perfectly acceptable if you want to pick it. Yeah.
0: Again, he's getting a strikeout per inning, so he should be okay in that department. How about your boy Lucas Giolito at home against the Twins? Do you, one, like it more than Carson Fulmer, and two, are you considering it?
1: Yes, I like it more than Carson Fulmer because I've seen Lucas Giolito actually look competent for a stretch in in AAA. A. Sure. I'm not picking it though. I, I'm gonna I'm no. going to be watching because you know another one of these you know prospects coming over for the White Sox, but yeah. there, there's no way I'm picking it. No.
0: At this point, you're just kind of hoping Lucas Giolito becomes a number three pitcher, right? Like I don't think anybody's expecting or hoping he's an ace anymore. It's just be a competent rotation member, and I don't know. So interesting against the Twins. The name I have, I, I well John Gray is going to Kansas City. He's barely over our limit yeah. too. You'd be fine with that too, I imagine, right?
1: I, oh, yeah, very
0: much. Yeah, that'll be good if you want to pick that. That's a thumbs up from both of us. I'm not scared of him going to Kansas. City. No, oh no. But Jose Urena goes to Philadelphia, yes. and lately he's been a just fine spot starter, and that's another pretty safe landing. What are you going to think about taking Jose Urena? I think this is a safe pick, isn't it?
1: I'm going to say this much about it. I don't love this. You know, he's got a bit of a home road split where it's you know very clear that he mm-hmm. he prefers pitching in Miami. That being said, it's probably it's my pick.
0: I mean, the Phillies have brought up some newer, younger guys we've talked about, like Nick Williams and Reese Hoskins, but not enough to keep me from picking against them And they have a season long of not being great. So Jose Urena's been fine. He's been good so far in August. I wish he had more strikeouts. Like, that's the difference almost for me with Patrick Corbin and Jose Urena, but I'm going to I'm gonna go with Urena, but I think Corbin is totally fine as well. And they're both in the 40s of ownership percentage, they're both kind of pushing it, but... Are you going to Urena as well? Yeah. Is there anybody else you're considering on Tuesday? On Tuesday?
1: No, I don't think so, no. I mean... No.
0: There's either people that are too bad, like Matthew Boyd, or too owned, like Jimmy Nelson. You don't want Clayton Richard or anything. Charlie Morton.
1: Stephen Matz is at
0: 50%. He's been bad, yeah, is why. <laughs> yeah, they,
1: they all have, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's one of the, like the guys that have come down to fifty percent. Like his ERA is over six. Is, you yeah. don't want that, know. you know? So he doesn't have a good matchup. So okay, how about hitters on Tuesday? Who are you thinking?
1: C pick Clayton Richard is going to St. Louis to face the Cardinals. So you've, you've you've taken away the one thing that's interesting about Clayton Richard, and that's the park he calls home. Yes. So I want you know whichever Cardinals righties I can possibly find in there against Clayton Richard. My C pick at sixty three percent own is Jed Jorko.
0: Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. He should do just fine. He's a little bit expensive because he's had a good year, but it should have a good matchup here for sure.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Against lefties, 883 OPS in the season and about 100 plate appearances.
0: He'll be just fine there against Clayton Richard. He
1: never strikes out against—he against. Well, he strikes out a lot less against, against lefties than against his against Right. I guess it's because he's so busy smashing baseballs.
0: <laughs> he's going to do fine yeah, there. Fine. I like that. Me
1: too. Next up, B pick. Doug Fister. Mm-hmm. heading to Cleveland to face the Indians he's in fact right-handed he's been really rough against lefties especially this season Cleveland has a ton of lefties that you could you could toss in there against and the one I like in particular at 16% on my guy Bradley Zimmer
0: okay yeah I like that just fine for sure we love Bradley Zimmer He's been cold lately, but not so much that I wouldn't pick him against, you know, Doug Fister. He should be fine there.
1: And then my A pick, uh, the White Sox are facing Kyle Gibson.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I I wrote the same thing down here. Yeah. For sure. So
1: that makes it a, a Larry, Larry Garcia day.
0: Yeah. You like him more than Nikki D?
1: Yes. All, all eight of his home runs have come against righties this year. Eight three five OPS against. He's even he's even picked up a few steals against righties. Uh, seven of his eight steals have oh, yeah. come against right-handed.
0: I like that just fine. It's God. Kyle Gibson is so bad. Kept thinking he would figure it out. Neon's not. No. So I'm super into that. I wrote that again as my like D pick. You know, write down some Twins you're, or write down some White Sox against the Twins. That is. So yeah, I have Lurie. I have Delmonico. DeMonico. I mean, you're just gonna let me say it however we want. I don't know if you know It is it it. is. Monaco. Delmonico. Delmonico. Got it. Well, either way, against Kyle Gibson, I'm fine with that. My C pick, the Cubs go to Cincinnati, and the cheap Cub for me is still John Jay, getting Homer Bailey. I think I picked this as a B or C pick last week. He's 1% owned, and he bats near the top of the lineup. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that against Homer Bailey. Not a lot of power or speed, but as a third outfielder in your DFS or something, I'll be fine. My B pick, Matt, the Yankees are away from Yankee Stadium. They're going to Detroit. They get Matthew Boyd. I want righties to mash. They have been playing a guy named Tyler Austin, fill it in at first. His job is to hit lefties, and he can do it. He has the power. Kind of a quad A guy, I feel like. A little bit of a prospect, but his job is to hit lefties. And at 1%, he could sneak in there, and he has real power. So I would consider that to take Matthew Boyd deep. Or, God forbid, the Tigers bullpen. That's not any good. However, at the top of my list, I'm circling Ubaldo Jimenez. You can kind of predict this show in that way. The A's get him, and Matt Joyce is having a month. He's been, he stole a base on Sunday. He has like five homers this month or something. I don't know. It's looking good. He's 3% owned. He gets Ubaldo. I'm all about that. It's boring. It's consistent. It's going to be just fine. So I have Matt Joyce. Spending my Matt Joyce for August on Ubaldo. It'll be good. Especially away from Oakland. Okay, Wednesday the 23rd, Matt, another full slate. I had a lot of pitcher names written down here.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay,
0: yeah. Did you have a bunch of options?
1: I had guys that I liked, yeah.
0: Okay, I don't know that I've picked one yet, but I'm going to run through them. Actually, I know who I want. Uh, Matt Moore, who you successfully spot-started last time, he now gets the Brewers. That's not a good matchup for him, right? Bad matchup. Yeah, how about the flip side, Matt Garza going to San Francisco? Good matchup. He's been horrible lately, though.
1: The thing of it is, uh, which lefty in the Giants might are you afraid of?
0: Oh, it's a great matchup. I'm, not, I'm not scared, but he allowed seven runs, seven earned runs last time. Three runs before that, eight runs before Ooh. that. He already's back up closer to five. Like that's a lot of runs. You can do better. I feel I think, like yeah, is I all I'm saying. He
1: too, he's not my pick.
0: Yeah, good matchup. I could see it. You can do better. Your boy Mike Montgomery going to Cincinnati. Eh, do it for you at all.
1: If he goes five innings, you know, and strikes out three guys, I think it's about the best he can do.
0: Yeah, yeah. And again, Cincinnati is, they can't pitch, but they can hit a bit, so I'm not eager to pick on them. Erasmo Ramirez was good last time out, even though we didn't think he would be. He's not going to Atlanta. Are you thinking about that at all? Yes. Yeah, it's totally doable, isn't it? Yes. You have some lefties, but... I just wish his ceiling were higher. He's not going to go deep. If he goes six innings, one run like he did last time, that's about what you can hope for. But I think there's a good chance he does that. Okay. And the control numbers usually look good. Mm-hmm. Our boy, Ulyssia Seen, away from Petco, going to St. Louis. No way, Jose, right? Hard pass. Yep. Can't do it. If we're the flip side, though, you'd be thinking about it a we lot. Do, we, we, we are part... be picking
1: it. I think we have to.
0: Yep. Andrew Kashner goes to L.A. to get the Angels. We talked about this before. Just no real upside there, right? none yeah you can do it his era is 331 but how boring on the opposite side i want to talk about andrew heaney we said last time we looked at him he went to baltimore for his first start of the year he went five innings he allowed five runs but it was on four home runs he just got hit out of the park but he had five strikeouts and no walks so as much as the 9.0 era looks bad i'm like if those balls stay in the bark, I mean that's a big if. But five strikeouts, no walks. He's going to Texas now. I mean, are you you like that oh, at he, all? He's
1: at home against Texas.
0: Pardon me. Yes.
1: Typically, when when you see something like that with a, with a guy giving up that many home runs, mm-hmm. I would be looking to see if he's tipping his pitches, and that that's generally something that they can correct. Yeah,
0: especially the first start back. Yeah. Know? Hasn't quite ironed that out.
1: So I mean that I mean I I would I'd be looking for you know honestly this is you know, one thing we, we don't really mention in on this show as far as DFS goes is like actually like looking at like you know like you know you know post game interviews things like that. That's one where I'd, I'd I'd be looking to see if I can if 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 I can find like a nugget or two about Andrew Heaney possibly tipping pitches.
0: Yep. And could easily iron it out, out. potentially. So, I'm not picking him for this start, but I'm keeping an eye on him, because he could be just fine. Uh, just a few more. Matt, Mike Fires is back to allowing home runs. I don't know what his deal is. He kind of right of the ship for a while, but here's his home runs allowed log going backwards. Two, 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 one, zero, two, and one. Like, he's a home run machine again, so... He uh that said he's at home against the Nationals. Are you out on Mike Fires right I'm now? I'm out on
1: Mike Fires right now. Well, I was out on him before too, but um I,
0: yeah, I liked him for a bit. So he gets to the nationals, but no thanks. He's back under fifty percent owned as a result. How about on the flip side, would you ever be crazy enough to take it's a bad matchup, so that kinda nulls <laughs> this, but Edwin Jackson, last time, seven innings, one run, four strikeouts. Before that, six innings, one run, five strikeouts. He's going to Houston, so no way. But he has a 343 ERA. You said before he's probably going to get another contract. If he were going to like San Francisco, would you pick that? Yes. But going to Houston, no way, right?
1: No way, right. Yeah,
0: so keeping an eye on Edwin Jackson, but not pick. Matt, my pick is Luke Weaver in the Cardinals rotation at home against the Padres. He's filling in for Wayne Wright. He's a prospect. He's an actual real prospect. He has major league experience, and it's the Padres. So I trust Luke Weaver here to be okay. And, uh yeah, I don't know how deep he's going to go, but he's a real guy. So I like Luke Weaver. I like that matchup for him. Do you like Luke, or did you have somebody else from the day? I'm,
1: going, with, I'm going to go with Erasmo, I think.
0: Okay, I like that just fine. Do you think I'm crazy for liking Luke Weaver? I
1: don't think you're crazy. I just, again, I don't know how deep he's going to work.
0: Yeah, but I don't feel that way about Erasmo either. So, But there are a lot of options on Wednesday. A lot of guys are at least a little bit interesting, but no slam dunks, that's for sure. Uh, how about your hitters? Who are you thinking?
1: Okay, C pick. Uh, speaking of Julius Chassin, he's on the road. That's where we want to pick against him. Mm-hmm. In this case, we want lefties against Julius Chassin whenever possible. They don't. There aren't very many on the Cardinals roster, but they do have Dexter mm-hmm. Fowler, and he's only fifty-two percent owned. He's my C pick.
0: That is way too low for how good he's been lately. He's been kind of on fire. I agree. We did just have Colton Wong over the over the weekend, and we can't pick him again. But he's kind of the cheap lefty in that lineup. Would you consider him there if you could? Yes. Yes, I would. I can see that, but not for us. But I like extra Fowler if you can afford him for sure.
1: Uh, next up, B. Pick. Uh, Justin Nicolino is on the road against Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Traditionally, he's a lefty who struggles with lefties, but he's this year. He's also been knocked around a bit by righties as well. Yeah. So I don't really know what to make of that. I just know he's not very good, and I'm going really, I'm looking for a righty who mashes on lefties. Yep. I'm going to go with Cameron Rupp at 7%.
0: Okay, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, there's a few of those Phillies that can do damage against lefties for sure, and we've liked Cameron Rupp, and I, I think that's going to be just fine. Yeah, and I'm down on picking against Nicolina for right sure. Now.
1: And lastly, my A pick. Okay, we've got Jordan Zimmerman at home against the Yankees. Uh-huh. He's developed a bit of a split against lefties this year. He, he hasn't been very good against either side, but he's been especially rough against lefties. Uh, his, his OPS against is well over 800, which is kind of surprising for him. Uh-huh. I'm tossing Chase Headley out there at 12% owned.
0: Okay, I can see that. He's got to get in there, but if he can, I can see him easily doing damage against Jordan Zimmerman, who continues to be a remarkably bad contract. He yes. does not figured no. it out at all, so... Yeah, it's not good. I, I like that. Absolutely. And again, the Tiger's bullpen. Yep. You know, once he's out, there's good guys to feast on. So I'm in on that. I have my C pick. I want to mention Matt Joyce again. If I don't get Matt Joyce somehow against Zobaldo, he now gets Dylan Bundy. Dylan Bundy's allowed an 800 OPS to left-handed batters. I just think that Matt Joyce is on fire, and I want to get him in this series for sure. I'm recommending him there. My B pick, I talked about how Mike Fires is a home run allowing machine. And the cheap left-handed national I want in there, if I want the platoon advantage, is Adam Lind at uh, 2% owned. That is too cheap for Adam Lind. And I think he's always he's kind of a Matt Joyce type where, you know, you only want him against righties, but he's going to be fine. Mike Fires has a weird reverse split. I'm not that worried about it. I think that he can still allow a homer to Adam Lind. we will be fine so yeah he's allowed 13 of his 30 homers to lefties it's it's fine i'm not that worried about it and then my a pick i'm right there with you picking against justin nicolino It's what i want to do but the righty i like is reese hoskins he has five homers in his first 11 mlb games and he could be a quad a guy easily he could easily be a 220 hitter but the power's legit and him with the platoon advantage and nicolino being that bad i think he can find a mistake to hit so, I like Reese Hoskins. I like uh, Cameron Rupp just fine too. Or if you can afford Aaron Althair or any of the righties in that lineup that you like, it'll be fine. I'm down to pick on Justin Nicolino. All right, Matt, our last day, Thursday the 24th. I only wrote four names down. One of them's a question mark. I think it's relatively obvious picks on Thursday. Think so? yeah i think so earlier in the day i had jc ramirez for the angels but now it's an undecided they get in texas you wouldn't even really want jc ramirez either if they went with him right no well so it's an undecided now but i'm not really intrigued by what they're gonna do how about jared eikhoff at home against the marlins
1: i'd rather pick against him than pick him
0: okay i can see that I, I don't know it's an okay matchup for him but even when he has a good matchup he's not that no. exciting but I think it's viable. Do you like Jaime Garcia going to Detroit? He hasn't been great as a Yankee so far, but I'm not that scared of Detroit either. What do you think I about this? I think
1: about this, yeah. I think it's a good matchup. It's, it's a solid matchup for him. I mean, they have a few righties who could do damage, but that, that offense, I, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure I saw a guy carrying golf clubs out to the field with him. <laughs>
0: it's pretty much packed it in yeah. I'm,
1: I'm you know the tigers are pretty much you know it's yeah this is uh this is the month where they plan their vacation in october
0: yeah so uh, i would consider uh i may garcia could be fine for him. my pick i don't know if you're joining me here but for the day because i honestly because i just don't see much else i like no. german marquez getting away from coursefield going to kansas yeah. city i know it's the pick though it right is. it's the thing so is. yeah it's not amazing, but I just think it's going to be a much more welcoming place for him to pitch. So, And to be honest, Martin Perez, Derek Holland, Sal Romano, Trevor Bauer, Chad Cool, Jake Junis. There's just nobody else that you'd really want on Thursday, right?
1: Not really, no. <laughs>
0: no, there's no options. So it's German Marquez. You could consider Eikhoff. You can consider Jaime Garcia. But I think... Unless you, you know, you can spend on an ace always. You can take Keichel. You can take Strasburg. Jose Berrios going to the White Sox would be fine. Robbie Ray back against the Mets. There's options, but, you know, for us when we want cheaper guys, uh, I think it's German Marquez. How about hitters, Matt, on Thursday? What are you thinking here?
1: My C pick, Chad Cool is facing the Dodgers in Pittsburgh. uh uh-huh. hmm Cool, he's developed a bit of a split against lefties. OPS against lefties is about, I think it's like 200 points higher than his OPS against righties has been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The guy that intrigues me there, Curtis Granderson.
0: Yeah, a new Dodger, yeah. Curtis Granderson. the scenery. Hopefully, not that we're outwardly rooting for the Dodgers, but him getting a ring would be kind of cool. I think everybody would be pretty fine with that, I think right? I so.
1: I've, I, you know, I, I have no issue. I've, I, you know, he, he was with Detroit for a lot of years and he like tortured the White Sox, but I, I have no issue with 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 Grandy. I'm
0: fine with him. I don't think anybody does. He's supposed to be one of the the good guys for sure. That's what so. I've heard. Yeah. All right, I like that pick just fine too.
1: Okay, next up, Vance Worley, the Worley Man. Yes. Going to Philadelphia to face off against the Phillies. He's, in fact, right-handed. He's a bit of a weakness against lefties. The guy that I like is Nick Williams, Nick the Stick.
0: Yeah, I like that just fine. That's one of my picks I'm a as big well, I'm, for sure. I've
1: become a big fan of his. I like the way he plays.
0: He, he can hit. He'll be just fine.
1: Actually, he's not really a bunch of a split either. 831 OPS against lefties, 827 OPS against righties.
0: Yeah, we'll see if that sticks, but so he's far so a good. He's
1: had a lot more experience against, against right-handers than he has left-handers this season. And that's, uh-huh. that seems to be where the majority of his power comes. He has three extra base hits against lefties, 14 against righties.
0: So, yeah, 14% on, that's too cheap for a guy that can legit hit. He'll be okay against Vance Worley. And
1: then my A pick, on the other side of this, we have Jared Ikoff, who I like picking against. Uh-huh. Okay. He's developed a bit of a weakness against lefties. Oh, uh, well, Actually, he's always had a bit of a weakness against lefties. This goes back years. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm taking my guy, Derek Dietrich.
0: Oh, okay, we haven't talked about Derek Dietrich no, in a while. He's been a little he's bit pretty quiet.
1: mediocre this season, but he's he's starting to to, uh-huh. to break out of his funk a bit. Yeah, August OPS nine five nine.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's a good reason to pick him. He's figuring it out, and he can hit righties when he's yes, on. Yes, so. he can. And as you would say, it qualifies all over the yeah, diamond. Yeah,
1: really, you, know. you can you know, pencil him at like five different positions and, and you know, be good to go there. So.
0: I just looked him up on Yahoo. 1B, 2B, 3B, 0F. So there you go. He'll there be you fine. go. Okay. Uh, I like all those. My C pick, I got to bring him up again. Byron Buxton gets Derek Holland. He's gone up to 44% owned because in the second half since the break, OPS over 1,000. Like, Byron Buxton's going and he's running. I went and looked in my league to grab him. Maybe some weird like September run, but he's figuring it out. Something's going on. And then now it's time to jump on it. So him getting Derek Holland is totally fine for me. Unless the price in whatever format you play in has already jumped up. But I went and looked. He'd already been picked up. But I would go ahead and say now's the time to, if you have the bench room or whatever. You have a spot in the outfield. It's Byron Buxton time. Uh My B pick, CJ Crone, gets Martin Perez. I was just looking for a cheap angel. Any of the right-handed angels you want against Martin Perez, I'm totally in. And the cheap one for me at 19% on is CJ Crone. I know you're fine Damn. with that. If you want to spend on Mike Trout or Albert Pujols or something like that, like depending on where the price is, that's fine. But right is against Martin Perez. It's going to be a tough start for him, I think. And then my A pick is also Nick Williams. I'm right there with you. I think that at 14%, he's too cheap against the guy who can't really hit the bullpens, whatever. I think Nick Williams is going to be fine. That does it for us through Thursday. Matt, did you have anything else before we get rolling out of here?
1: No, I think we, we covered it pretty well as far as that goes.
0: Talk some Little League. Talk some Bartolo. Talk some Eclipse over the top of the show. Don't know if we left anything for the end.
1: Um, yeah, no, I, th- I, th- I think we ran it down pretty well.
0: Okay. Well, Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. And as always, we love to hear from you guys. Tweet us about... Matt wants to know who you think the uh, shortest and stoutest MLB player would be. No, best no, the, the co- not
1: one or the other, a combination of both.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Who who packed it in best? BMI? Is that what we're going yes, for? I yes.
1: Really, I really think Kirby Puckett is probably the answer here.
0: It uh, might be. That could be so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've got Kirby Puckett listed at 5'8", 178. Maybe, mm, maybe yeah. in 1984 when he was a rookie, he was 178. There is, towards the end, he was just not 178. No, no, no.
0: That did not get updated.
1: I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm about 5'11". And I'm about 190. And Kirby Puckett was, you know, look, you need two of me to get to one of him towards the end of his career.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that number probably was not updated. So Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS and wants to talk about bmi of baseball players and i understand i am on twitter at higgins fos i will be at the uh at the eclipse on monday wish me luck hopefully i will have returned traffic wise by the time we need to record on thursday because it might get kind of nuts but yeah. i think it'll be okay everybody's kind of panicked here really r- remains to be seen yes absolutely so just in terms of the number was people said a million, literally one in six zeros people were going to show up to Oregon for it. That's a
1: lot of people.
0: Yeah, and I think people got scared. I don't know. We're going to see. I'm going to get on the road here probably real, real early in the morning to get ready for it. So right. That should do it for us, though. For Matt, I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you on Friday.
1: This podcast is over.
0: Thank you for listening to the Field Stream.